over the last number of days, weeks, months, fucking years, I suppose, I've been wrestling with this idea of what to do. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to speak specifically in relation to this platform that I've created, the whole off the lead thing. Okay, so what should I do? And I'm going to start, I think, with, with advice I get off people. So typical advice is I should pick a theme. I should, I should, I should start, you know, the, the psychology podcast. And I can talk about all the psychological musing, musings that I want, but th- there'd be a theme. Okay, so that's one thing. Another thing is I shouldn't swear as much because particularly in relation to an American audience, which ultimately a big part of who is currently listening and who will in future listen to comes from. They don't take as kindly to swearing as, say, Irish people. Other things that people say is, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear this. What people want is that, and what people want is that. And if you look at these other successful people, this is what they all do. They all do this, this, and this, and that's what you should do. And I'm left kind of in between somewhere. So to the left of me, I have all the things that I know that I should be doing. Posting regularly at predetermined times about predetermined topics and and all that jazz and and following the instruction manual, basically, because there's 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 literally a how to. I mean, you could literally how you could literally Google how to be successful on YouTube, how to be successful as a podcaster, how to be successful, you know, ad infinitum, pick your poison. There are ways and means of achieving all these different things, and they're well known and they're well documented now at this stage. So that's on one hand, okay, on one side. Then on the other side of the equation, there's you doing what the fuck you want to do because it's your podcast and you'll cry if you want to. And there's not, like, doing all the things that you're supposed to do, to me, that's being on the lead. The whole premise of what I do is being off the lead and figuring it out for yourself and going through it and working it out as you go and instead of picking a destination and then trying to get there just going with the fucking flow and going you know today i'm going to climb that fucking mountain and tomorrow i'm going to flow down that river and we're just going to fucking see where it takes us and what i suppose what i've been trying to do is marry the two as best i can and i'm getting increasingly sick of doing things right and listening to the voice inside my head and others' voices who tell me that I should be doing this and I should be doing that and I should be doing the other. And I think what season five is essentially going to be is me dispensing entirely with what I think I should do and just doing whatever it is that I do, as ill-defined as that is. And it brings me on to something that... um, somebody I have a hell of a lot of time for and hold in high esteem and listen to regularly at Blind by Boat Club. His podcast I've mentioned 101 times before and I'll mention it again, the Blind by podcast, it's called Check Him Out. I've heard him speaking in relation to what he calls the internal locus of evaluation as opposed to an external locus of, an eval- of evaluation. Now, this sounds a bit fucking psychobabbly, so I'm just going to flesh that out for my own benefit if nobody else's. So an external locus of evaluation is whereby you need 
other people to tell you you're great. So if I was to have an external locus of evaluation, I would consider my podcast to be a success or not on the back of how many people listened, how many downloads it got, how many shares it got, how many likes it got, how many comments it got, all this kind of jazz. How much feedback I get personally from people who listen who tell me I'm a great person. Okay, and I get that feedback and I do look at the numbers and all that jazz, less so now, I have to admit. Like the way I got rid of Instagram off my phone, I also got rid of the SoundCloud app off my phone because what I was doing with the SoundCloud app was I was checking the numbers every 15 minutes a day. Like people are checking the COVID numbers 15 minutes, every 15 minutes of the day. But I was looking way too closely. What I should be doing is looking at the numbers over the previous month. And then every six months, looking at the numbers over the previous six months. Because when you step back away from something, you can actually see it all. If you're too fucking close to it, you can't, you can't learn anything from it. You're, you're, you're too buried in it. You're too immersed in it. You have to step back and look at the, the bigger picture. But again, I don't, I don't want to talk too much about that. I want to concentrate on this locus of evaluation. So an external locus of evaluation is what other people think and say about what it is that you're doing. And it can be, it's great like when people get in touch and they say, Jesus, I love this and I love that and I really like the way you did this and I wasn't expecting that. And oh my God, did I laugh when you said this thing. I love that. It's fucking great. But I can't take too much of that on board because if I take that on board, if I take the the kind of praise on board. It means then when somebody contacts me and basically says, you're shit, you're such a prick, I don't know why you do what you do, I have to take that on board. Because you have to take, with the, go- you have to take the good with the bad, but only if you're taking the good or the bad. But if you step back and go, do you know what? Fuck all you cunts, I'm not listening to a word any of you say. I'm doing what I do, and that's the end of it. That's an internal locus of, of evaluation. That's me looking at my body of work, for want of a better term, and going, do you know what? I'm pretty fucking damn proud of that. It's not great, but I'm pretty fucking proud of it. Nobody can take that away from me. And no amount of praise or criticism is going to affect me if I decide personally and entirely what the value of what I've done is. And having that internal locus of evaluation is so fucking important in a creative sphere. When you're being creative and when you're creating something new, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a podcast or a painting. It doesn't matter. But when you're actively involved in something that's creative, it's so important that your locus of evaluation is internal. You have to be happy with what it is that you're making. You and only you. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't get feedback from people, but you're very specific in who you get feedback from. So I'll, I'll ask people specifically, what do you think? As opposed to asking the world and whoever answers, answers. And I learned that from Blind Boy. I learned that from listening to his podcast, the importance of having that internal locus of evaluation. And now... I've embodied it and I'm bringing it into my life. And in particular in this season, I'm really going to get out of my way here. That's the goal is to, is to get out of my way and to see where I end up and not follow the fucking signposts. And Because the signposts are you have to upload regularly and then the other signpost is you're not to curse and then the other one is you have to stay topical, you have to stay current, you have to do all these different things. And if you listen to them all, and I've said this before, if you listen to them all, you'll end up with some variation of the six o'clock news. And fuck that noise. I want this to be what it is that I make it. Not 
what it is that I make it because of what other people have told me it should be. And there's something about that. I think I would prefer to have four people listening to me. I'd prefer to have four people listening to me doing what I do than have a hundred thousand people listening to me do what I think I should be doing to appease my audience. Because a big part of this whole off the league thing is, I suppose it's self-exploration on my part. It's trying to figure out what and who I am and what my thoughts are and what my opinions are and what my stances are. To develop, to progress, to fucking move on. And it's all very egotistical. It's all up in the mind. And I'm conscious of that. I'm conscious that I'm not doing a lot of soul work as opposed to ego work. But then again, I wonder, there's integration here. There's, I wonder, is, is one of the goals in life to try and take the separation of soul and mind out of the equation and combine them? And I think in, in order to, to, to do that, like when you, I've said before your soul doesn't speak English. So every single utterance that I'm saying is mindful. It's, it's ego. It's the part of your brain that deals in language. But flow is a different thing. Flow, yes, flow is being in a flow state. Once you're in a flow state, I think your soul doesn't take over because you can be in a flow state while talking and your soul doesn't speak English. So it's certainly not your soul that's talking, but your soul is integrated with your mind when you hit flow. I think that's what flow is. It's the merriment of your mind and your soul. It's taking blue and yellow and getting green. And I think the greener that we can be in our lives the better we'll be, or the, 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 better th- the better everything will be. I think that's almost the goal in life, is to not be yellow all the time, not be in your mind all the time, and not be blue all the time, not to be soulful all the time, and, and, and only having your life based in emotion. Like, if you fly off the handle because you're fucking angry all the time, and then you're crying because you're sad all the time, like, that's, that's you being too soulful, and you're not, you're not being aware. Like, awareness is, I wonder, I wonder is awareness your mind pulling the strings of your soul a little, as opposed to letting your soul run right, because I think if you let your soul run right, you let your emotions take over. And I don't think you should be only emotion. I don't think you should be all love or all anger. I think you should be, I think when you're angry, I think you should be angry but under control. I think when you're, when you're in love, I think you should be in love, but not be besotted with somebody. Like I, I, I love my wife, but I'm not besotted by her. There's a certain rationality to my love of her. Now, as I say that out loud, I wonder are there people going, oh Jesus, you don't actually really love your wife then? And I, look, I would, I would argue that I do. I would argue that love is something that you demonstrate, not something that you talk about. And I think that I could very easily defend my position that I love my wife. And just to clarify by demonstrate, I don't mean you can show the receipts for all the fucking flowers you've bought her. 
I mean that you're there. I mean that you don't piss off and live your own fucking life separate from hers. That, you know, you're home every evening, that you treat her with respect and you make sure that her needs are being fucking met to the extent that that's possible and, and all the rest of it. But it's funny though, because as I, as I think about it here now, it's, it's kind of coming out in the wash. You have to have an internal locus of evaluation as to whether or not what you're doing in your relationships is enough. So I, I personally, I, I have an internal locus of evaluation in relation to the love I have of my wife and my kids. I don't need somebody else's approval. I don't need somebody else to say, do you know what, Fran, I've, I've been following you now for a while and I think it's really commendable uh, how much you love your, your wife and kids. I don't need that to be, a, to be comfortable with the fact that I love my kids. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't need that shit. And nobody should need that. Nobody should need to be told that their love of their wife and kids is enough. Because most of us, when it comes to our wife and kids, we have an internal locus of evaluation. We fucking get it, thanks. And you're not going to listen to somebody else tell you how great you are for loving your wife or your kids, no more than you're going to listen to somebody else tell you that you're not great and that you don't love your wife and kids. It's like, fuck off. I don't need your approval. I don't need your blessing. I, I, I get it. And... It's a stark comparison there, you know, how you love your wife and kids and the creative process. But there's, I don't know, there's, the, I, I don't, I can't put my finger on exactly what the crossover is there, but there's something to it. You should be happy with your own, you should, you should be happy with your own thoughts. What you do should be good enough for you. You should, you should work by your own standard, not by anybody else's. You should work, you should live and work and die by your own standard. A standard which you dictate, a standard which you create in the first place, and that you live by. And I think too, too many of us now are in need and are constantly seeking the approval and appraisal of other people. We've outsourced our locus of evaluation. And that's just inherently wrong and dangerous as far as I'm concerned. And season five, already, this is what, the fifth episode, and I only started it today. I've learned more in the last fucking hour about myself and what it is that I'm striving to do than I have in the last month. And I think it's because I've made the conscious decision to give less of a fuck what other people are thinking about and to be better able at articulating my own evaluation and th there's something there's something about our society I mean we I remember in school it was all about the fucking grade your teacher gave you and very little about you know how you thought you were getting on so you did your maths exam or your English exam or your geography exam or whatever it was and your teacher would give you you know 20% 90% 50% whatever the grade it was and that was your lot that was your teach and it wasn't even your teacher's opinion it was how well do you understand this and it, there was something quote unquote objective about it but a far better way of of testing people now this mightn't be practical but hypothetically at least a better a far better way of of testing somebody's progression through school in relation to learning certain topics would be to ask a bunch of questions to see how fucking interested they were because you can't teach a disinterested student 
okay, you can try, and if they're blessed to have a high enough IQ, they'll be able to just memorize stuff. But there's no learning in memorizing stuff. But there is learning in having an interest in something because that should be a, a primary school and maybe even a secondary school and maybe even a fucking third level education teacher or lecturer's whole shtick. It should be instilling interest in people so that they, they can't wait to, get, to go home and start fucking downloading papers on the topic that they're supposed to be educating themselves on. As opposed to the current zeitgeist, which is, you know, what do we need to know to pass the test, sir? And on that note, I'll chat to you soon.